You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again, the best damn liberty podcast that you've never heard of. I'll be your guide as we peer into the ridiculous reality that is our society and our government. Let's get to it. Welcome to Make Liberty Great Again. I'm your host, Cam Harless, and with me today is Ryan Burgett of Technoagorist. Howdy. And also, our Negro amigo, Thaddeus Preston from Thank You for Your Servers. How are you lovely gentlemen doing tonight? Doing great. Power on, brother. (laughs) Well, tonight I had a different plan for recording, but unfortunately, some lazy libertarian just totally forgotten and didn't show up. I mean, you have to wonder what exactly Mike Meharry is doing for the liberty movement. Well, here we are. We're the ones here at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock recording, doing something, you know, making a difference. What's he doing? Hanging out in Florida, sleeping, whatever. Uh, Come on, give me a break. I mean, sure, he does Godarchy. He does a podcast called Thoughts from Meharry Head. He works with the Tenth Amendment Center. And he does the he does all the the typing for uh what's his name Schiff Adam Schiff no not Adam Schiff the other one Peter Peter Schiff Peter Schiff oh, the racist Schiff right <laughs> <laughs> and I mean he's he may have written some books but what is he doing to further the liberty movement is my question who knows I mean he could be sitting here and just talking about nonsense with us with a liberty perspective but he's not so I mean. Yeah, forget him. I count it as a loss. We have Thaddeus. That's true. Those who don't do podcasts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just figured we would just have a fun little chat, catch up, talk about what's going on in the world right now, and your reaction, uh, your and your family's reactions, because Lord knows everyone's having a different reaction to what's going on in the world right now in this Black Lives Matter movement. First off, I just want to say that the Black Lives Matter people are brilliant. And I, 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 don't want, I, I know part of you wants to scoff right now, but they tied a short factual statement to an entire ideology with bullet points of what you're supposed to believe in this ideology. Wait, you're saying Black Lives do matter? Well, I mean, yes. All lives matter. Oh. Hey, you can't say that. I don't care I know, if you're right? black. That I, means you're I'm, racist. I know. You're, you're the white guy. You drive, You ride a bike. You know. You have a beard. I would assume you'd be that. You have a white uh, wife. I do have, have a, a white wife. Family. Many white children with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> you hate black people. Isn't that part of the deal? Isn't that part of the the social contract? Well, I mean, I didn't sign shit. <laughs> this is true. This is true. You didn't sign shit. So the simple fact of the matter is, yes. By by virtue of the fact of being born here, and by virtue of the fact that you have somehow tangentially benefited from the system of white supremacy that we should probably rip down because it was founded on racism, you're racist. I mean, these are just hard facts. But here's the deal. But I absolve you. I will use my black card to absolve you <laughs> of all your sins. The original sin, that is, just being born white. Wow. This is how ridiculous this shit sounds. This is how ridiculous this is. And that's how they talk about it. Even uh, Mitch McConnell tweeted that we had to repent of this nation's original sin the other day. This is a religion. (laughs) Yes, slavery happened, but my God. 
Who gives a shit what Turtle says? <laughs> Fucking Turtle. Cocaine Mitch my ass. Turtle. <laughs> turtle. But I was on TikTok the other day because I'm young and happening. And <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a video and the person had a Black Lives Matter profile picture. And they had commented on the video, a video of a guy saying that he didn't care if someone was a woman or trans, uh, he still would, he still thinks they're cute. Like trying to kind of pander, just virtue signaling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So brave. We're so proud of you. That is so beautiful. Genuflecting. It's genuflecting. Yes, that's what it's called. And so this guy with a Black Lives Matter profile picture said, but wait, they're not the same. And so then there was this whole conversation because I don't know if you guys know this, but the Black Lives Matter movement allegedly was started by black trans women. And so according to this person on TikTok, if you didn't agree that men, I'm sorry, not men, that biological women and trans women were exactly the same, you didn't actually believe that Black Lives Matter, he had to take down his profile picture and he was actually a racist. So as the token black person on this particular podcast, let me, maybe it's been a long time since I've been in the hood, but let me, let me keep it 100 with my, my white brothers here. Brothers don't dig trans people. I mean, that's just not a thing. I don't, I don't understand when the hell that became a thing. I know brothers are dressing up in drag and shit like that, but that's, you know, you do you. But a trans person of color who isn't, um, for lack of a better word, uh, transparent about the fact that he or she may have the uh, the, uh, the alternate genitalia gets fucked up. I mean, there's a there's a reason why crimes against trans people or disproportionately trans people of color is because you don't do that shit in the hood, right? So I I, I don't I don't I don't think that I don't think that under I don't I don't I don't believe that I don't believe that Black Lives Matter had anything to do with the trans movement, <laughs> but. I think it's brilliant, though, because the way Black Lives Matter, the statement works is it's not just a statement of fact. I mean, it is if you remove all context. But as Correct. soon as you say it, they will apply their rubric to you. And if you don't agree with universal health care, if you don't agree with uh, welfare, whatever, you don't actually believe that Black Lives Matter. And thus, you are a racist. It's probably why I can't stand when members particularly members of the LP, that is Libertarian Party, pander to any of these ethnic groups or any of these name your aggrieved party. Because the moment you say, hey, you know, I'm all about trans rights, I'm all about gay rights, I'm all about all these other rights for all these other, you know, aggrieved people, but eh, taxation is theft and war is mass murder, you're hated. You're, you're basically a racist anyway. So it doesn't, ma it doesn't matter... If it's like the minute you say war is mass murder, taxation is theft, and the personification of violence enforces the state, you, it doesn't matter if you give a shit if you're marching in a pride parade and you're you know letting your freak flag fly, you're racist um, or whatever they whatever kind of, whatever insult they want to instill upon you because you're not a hundred percent on these things that Cam described. Right. Right. There's a secret list that you have to check off every item on. What is this list? This is, is this like the dog whistle that apparently exists? Is there, what is this list of things that I have to be down with? One question I've always had about dog whistles, because people are always like, 
oh, Tom Woods, he's dog whistling to race. Oh, J- uh, Jeff Deist, he's dog <laughs> whistling to, to Nazis. And I'm like, how is it that the leftists are the only ones who hear the dog whistles? And I don't know if you know this about dog whistles, but the only people who can hear them are dogs. So why are they hearing something that allegedly we can't... You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. No, no. It's... I am done trying to, for for lack of a better word, understand my enemy. I just hate them. And so to me, it, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me to try to explain, understand them. It's just they need to be defeated. But, I mean, we can get into this later. As I have discovered and as I... In my forthcoming episode of Thank You for Your Service, sharing this plug, I explain like the social, the technical, the technological social justice mob hates you, and they use the left as a whole. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess I can, I guess I can blanketly say the left. I yeah, guess, I mean, because... they, they want you dead, but they'll, they're fine with your submission. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah, well, yeah. Let me say it was the craziest thing. I told Cam this story earlier. But we were at dinner today. We're eating, we're doing our thing. And Hannah and I were just, we were sitting around the table and Hannah and I were talking about something about the internet, social media, Facebook, whatever. And Riley goes, yeah, they're probably all posting about that. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. And I stopped and looked and uh, I was thinking in my brain what what's she talking like why is she talking about black lives matter our super little you know conservative child like what's where yeah so he said i said well i mean black lives do matter sweetie (laughs) all lives matter and she goes oh yeah i know that but inside my game star stable everybody's posting black lives matter all the time in the group chat people just post that phrase black lives matter over and over and over again over and over again for days and days and days and days and days and And every time you open the game see black lives matter she goes i'm so tired of it (laughs) it made me chuckle but the thing is she doesn't watch the news she's not up to date she doesn't she's not on social media she doesn't follow any of this and yet guess what some black lives matter people have already successfully made my 12 year old daughter roll her eyes and go "Ugh, black lives matter when she hears that phrase good job people you're really really uh doing something good here <laughs> black lives matter will become the new racist the term the new term racist so like when you remember you know it's gotten to the point where people would do it kind of nonsensically like this 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 current generation the current generation that exists like basically my daughters and my you know my nieces and nephews and stuff like that are just like they they chuckle at the fact that they call each other racist just you know, uh, for a joke because they basically demean the meaning of the word. And so I think black lives matter as they kind of, you know, if you can say, you can say the same thing over the, yeah, they're going to bastardize the term. They're going to make it so so like, it's going to be like ironic to say black lives matter. Well, I mean, it's just the same thing as like, (laughs) you know, the N word, which is now used. Well, I mean, it's kind of a funny one because it's either you're a horrible person for saying it or you're just a buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's such a, a vast difference. Absolutely, I, I don't. I, I either you're a horrible racist or like, hey man, what's up? Yeah, no, but and, and that's and it loses its meaning, right? It loses its effect. It's it, it you 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 mitigate the significance of saying Black Lives Matter or you, that person is a racist because if everyone's a racist, no one's a racist, right? 
and you basically like take the power away from using the word in its actual context to kind of point out the undesirables of society and you've just everyone's oh it's it's just depersoning that's all yeah, that it no, is no no that's and it's dehumanizing yeah right. and and it's funny like it's it's almost like they don't understand it's like you know that's what they called they used similar tactics to deperson jewish people in rwanda they use the same tactics to deperson the houthi and so you know and we all know what happened after that and i and i think people have no historical context they have no global context even though these people may think that they're citizens of the world and they believe that the West is uniquely evil because of its cultivation and or using of racism and colonialism and stuff like that. But if, if I may, if, if I may, I can give you a, a uh, my past, my history. I exist here today in the United States as, you know, a black man in the United States because my father was a war refugee from a civil war in a country where each side depersoned itself and that subsequently broke down into a series of coups which became a civil war which became a bloody ordeal for which two million nigerians died and so if you understand the history of the of the human condition and you're um, for like a better you're you're humble enough to understand that like these types of tactics inevitably lead to mass murder you might shut the fuck up about them right maybe maybe Right. We, 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 as human beings, and this is why I always say to Gary, when we talk about technological innovation and the fact that, like, I hate humans and, like, every time there's an AI story, I'm just like, hmm, seems like a good opportunity to get rid of humans because I hate them. It, 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 it's, it's, this is the reason why. Well, let's talk about why they should raise the minimum wage. <laughs> Yes. That reason is so that I no longer have to deal with cashiers or people who ring up my food orders because I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the best things, we just got a membership to Sam's Club because Costco isn't close enough to us at the moment. And in the Sam's Club app, you can actually ring up everything that you buy, check out on your phone, and walk out the door. And that is the best thing. I've ever had in my entire life. I love that. Better than sex. Pretty fucking close. <laughs> so, so I'm going to ask you a question. My my wife is not a normie. Um, she's a little red pill. Oh, she's a little red pill. She's, she's pretty. She's, she's pretty. Well, she's pretty red pilled. She's around me too often. She didn't take the whole bottle though, right? I think she's taken a couple more than me. But <laughs> okay. Ryan's wife not a normie, but. If I remember correctly, your wife is a normie. Correct. She is a normie. Also, cor correct me if I'm wrong, but she's also a beautiful woman of color. Hispanic. Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It's no longer, it's no longer Hispanic, black, Mexican. It's, it's white and non-white. Uh, Asian people are white, by the way. And George Zimmerman was white. Yes. <laughs> he was a white Hispanic. I actually have a- exception. Yeah, I actually have a story about that that equally red-pilled my wife, too, pertaining to that in a, in a job application. But I, I just want to know, how does she feel about this moment? So to, to, to go down a longer rant about what, what she feels about this moment. So I <laughs> rented today the Richard Jewell movie. 
Ooh, and, it's a hard one. And I watched, and, and so I watched it with her. Now, before I watched it with her, though, I pulled up a couple of old clips from 60 Minutes Rewind and old um, 60 Minutes interviews with Richard Truel. And that got her pretty spun up. I'm like, wait, so you mean he didn't do it and they did this to him? And I say, yes. Welcome to the Matrix. Did the FBI ever apologize for what they say? No. And she was like, she, so that, that's, that got her triggered. The next thing we do, we watch the whole movie. She's so she's crying through it. She's angry. <laughs> we get to the end of it. And I'm just like, but how could they do this to him? It's a, because they were true believers <laughs> and they had their guy. And it's just like, and she was very upset with the, with the Richard Jewell character. It's just like, why didn't he realize that they were fucking him? Because he was a true believer and he, he respected authority and he didn't understand that the FBI was going to fuck him. The only person in the entire movie who didn't understand the fact that the FBI was going to fuck him was the very man who was the subject of the fucking. I've always followed the authorities. I've yes. always... That actor, man, he is incredible. You know what I love about you, Thaddeus? You always earn that E on my, on my episode. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, 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 after I talked to John McAfee, I, I changed my tune about that. I, I'm not going to bleep anything anymore it's free speech and i ain't gonna censor you <laughs> but the long story short is she, we had this long conversation she's just like and she's looking at like you know we caught a little bit of this trump rally that's going on here in tulsa as we speak well it actually just ended about an hour ago and she's all in with trump she's all in with trump not because of his policies not because you know he you know of what he's done it's because like he speaks normal and he doesn't give a fuck. He's, he speaks He speaks slightly below normal. Well, I can't argue that point, right? I want to keep peace in the house. But the simple fact about it is he's like, she likes the way he just doesn't give a fuck. And the truth be told, in light of the fact that he posted that video a couple of days ago that got subsequently flagged in Twitter as being misinformation. Dude. That was incredible. Another oh my doctored, goodness. Another doctored video. Yes. <laughs> Again, not God. to not to get not to give away too much of my next episode, and Ryan will Ryan will know this more than me because he will inevitably be editing it. You bet. I go over the anatomy of this bullshit, and so like my wife was literally like, "Don't people realize that this shit is stupid and that this is awful?" And it's just like, "Honey, you you are not alone." You are not the only person who has noticed this. And she even noticed the other day when she was filling out a job application that, like, Hispanic has just vanished. <laughs> this is not on there anymore. Oh, has it? Yes. I was just talking about, you know, rhetoric and how people say person or BIPOC now. Uh, what is What does that stand for now? BIPOC? B-I-P-O-C? Um, black, indigenous, people of color, something like that? Okay. Just lump you all together, the not white people. <laughs> it's all that about white. Black or lives are winning here. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, I was, I'm old enough to this remember when I was told when I was a Gen Xer, Gen, I, I'm actually considered more of a Gen Xer, like the back, butt ass tail end of Gen X. I was told to, like, we should, we're all going to mix and match and we'll be people, we'll be we'll brown, be one we'll be, all be one brown color and stuff. So, like, my kids are like the new Americans, right? That I was told that, like, would, would 
bring down the the the, the hierarchy of, of of racism and stuff because everyone's going to be brown or tan or some ethnic group, right? And it's like, so what do my girls put? Nine times out of ten, they have to just put black. They can't put black or Hispanic, black and Hispanic. One thing that you've probably never had to fill out on a job application is checking the mark that says white, not Hispanic. Uh, yes, this is true. This is true. I have not had to do that. I have not had to. And that's privileged. something that I used to hear all the time. Eventually, we're all going to be one color. And I'm like, but here's the problem. I like Thaddeus. I really like white women. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly if they got big butts. But yes, I am. I too. I'm in love with, and I am. I am happy to say that I am married to a white woman because she, apparently her Hispanic heritage has just dropped off the demographics. That I this I, is progress erasing different ethnicities, erasing culture. But no, but 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 long story short, to kind of wrap this up, right? Or yeah, she's getting very red pilled on the fact that like she sees that like the media is the corporate media is the enemy of the people. They lie. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I even went over this the other day when I explained to someone about the shooting in Albuquerque by the militiamen, which was actually not a shooting in Albuquerque by militiamen. If anything, if the militiamen ultimately after shots were fired, actually calmed the situation, actually not necessarily apprehended the guy that had to defend himself because the protesters didn't know when to stop fucking with him, but like literally trained guns on him, protected him, flanked and protected him from the protesters who, after the dude got shot, apparently were still wanting more. I'm like, no, he just shot a guy three times. Was that the guy that was hit by a skateboard? Yes. And okay. was threatened with a knife. Two knives, right? I don't know how many knives were there. Either way, after the first assault with the skateboard, see, the first assault with this first skateboard, he used non-lethal means. He used pepper spray. As he was retreating... They attempted to come at him again, and that's when he pulled the gun. Well, the guy had two knives. (laughs) Yes. So so one of the guys had two knives, but he was still retreating at that point. And it was at that point that then he pulled out the gun and said, pop, pop, pop. And it was the guy with the two knives who was the one that he shot. Yes. And the corporate media is the enemy of the people because of the way that they reported that. They were, it was factual, but not truthful. Locally, the local (laughs) reporter who actually had the Facebook Live video and actually reported on it, was actually truthful. The truth be told, local media bias, but a little fairer than the national media. Oh, the no, national I media agree. is awful. It's, it's like awful. When, I was, when I was watching the stuff going down in Birmingham and I saw that woman and that man being, hit, being beaten up by protesters, I was like, yes, the, the corporate press is the enemy of the people, but these are people from my city. I don't want to see some woman get hit. I don't want to see anyone get hit. Well, I mean, I'd throw a commie from a helicopter, but no, well, that's a different story. No, well, yes, let's keep that to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question I was going to ask. I had um, Eric July on my last episode, and one of the questions that I have for someone who is on our side of the – there's no aisle – who's basically liberty-minded, or I mean, both of you are very liberty-minded, but – how do you feel about the Hotep movement? Hotep? You know, the kind of black nationalist deal? I've always been skeptical of it, but I've also understood why it it, it happens. All in all, the guys who who are generally in the Hotep movement are a little, little more truly woke and red-pilled on a lot of things. I think they obviously 
kind of like your your chemtrail folks kind of take it to a little bit of an extreme. But when it comes to liberty, basically kind of more of the cognitive liberty, liberty from culture and whatnot, I'm, I'm, I'm all with the HOTEP movement. Well, first, let's talk about what that means. I've never heard of that before. I, I don't really, really know what it means. Either. It's it basically like... I just searched for it. And yes, it's an Egyptian term. I've heard it in terms of Egypt, Egypt you know, <laughs> but... Hotep, what does it mean today? What are you talking about? The it's, it's basically, movement? it's kind of like a culture, being culturally conscious. It's it's like, from what I can tell, it's very uh, black male centric and patriarchal from a lot of the guys that I've interacted with. I've had great interactions with these people. Like conservative, obnoxious people, Vadi Bakum style. I've, I've enjoyed talking to Hotep Jesus and some other people on Twitter, but... I don't understand the movement, but I keep seeing these little hints of like it being very ethnocentric and yeah. Um, it's basically it's it's basically the alt right, but like okay. So you're not talking about progressives. I could I could I could kind of co-sign what they're talking about. They're traditionally they've been very separatist and very black nationalists. I have no problem with that. Um, and and so that's why I kind of they they're analogous somewhat to the alt right, but. I mean, they're super conscious. They're they're kind of like black hippies, right? Those are the cats that are going to sell you like the ointments and the oil. You should you should consume black seed oil, and you should you know not use chemicals. Use and, African black soap. Yeah, you, yeah, you should use shea butter and and all you know from Africa and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's been a big thing in our community for decades, and it's and it, it, you always kind of roll your eyes at the cats, though. But sometimes you buy their products, right? Because they come up with good essences and good colognes. Sometimes, they, sometimes they talk about you know black separatism in the sense from from an economic perspective. They're kind of closet agorists, you know, you because know, you know they ain't, you know they're trying to you know, they're trying to hustle on the streets and just kind of you know exchanging services and goods for you know cash and whatever without you know the man knowing truly what they're you know what they're making and stuff. Um, they buy Aunt Jemima, you know, in order to support black entrepreneurs. Right. I mean, they. I mean, they do those types of things. <laughs> um, but it's. I don't know. It's kind of a muddled movement. <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm speaking out of term. I don't know much about the movement. All I know is over the years I've become um, sympathetic somewhat to the movement, but it's not my thing, right? It's not. My, it's not my cup of tea. Well, and that's the thing. Like I've talked to a few of these guys online, and I've I've enjoyed my interactions. I've had good, great interactions with them, but I, I you know I, I don't understand it. And you know when you Google it, it says black nationalist movement. I, like I'm not into the nationalist part, but as for separ separating or uh, freedom of association, by all means, do that. I don't care. Like if you don't want to be friends with me or live in the same city as me, I don't care. That's fine. And like I said, there's different degrees of Hotep, right? There's Uncle Hotep, there's Hotep Jesus, and there's like Maj Ture, right? They're just degrees of... Oh, is he a Hotep? I don't think Maj is a Hotep. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak out of term on him. But I mean, it just seems... They seem to all come from this, right? Because Hotep to me means like very black-centric, right? Like not giving it really... Yeah, kings. Really, really yeah, 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 we but was kings. But if you search for it, I just searched for it, and it's all about ancient Egypt. Right. I don't know where you guys are getting this from. Search Hotep movement rather than just Hotep. Okay. Search Hotep Jesus. Right. Well, I mean, the Hotep movement, I mean, if you if you don't read it, I mean, he talks about he, he talks about Marcus Garvey, right, who was a white, uh, who's a black nationalist, who was a separatist. 
I mean, he talks about those. I mean, the Hotep movement in the United States, to be very specific, is very nationalistic. Go back to Africa, very uh, segrega- segregationist. Really, were they honestly. the ones screaming at the Catholic kids in DC? Those are his. Those are no, no. Those are his. Those are Israelites. Black he's black Hebrew Israelites. They're they're not Hotep. Okay. I mean, they might. Some of them. There might be a Venn diagram where they the circles touch, but no, they're not Hotep. Hotep guys are not about yelling at random white kids for the hell of it. I mean, that's not what they do. I mean, I love yelling at random white kids for the hell of it. So I may, I may have to put Hotep in front of my name too. <laughs> Hotep Cam, Hotep Harless. Yeah, that's what it should be. It should be Hotep Harless. I just didn't understand what it was because I get these kind of little pieces here and there. And I'm like, I don't want to misdefine, not misdefine, that's not the word, but you know what I mean. I mean, I'm misdefining it right now, right? I'm pretty sure someone can, someone from the Hotep movement will come and put me, you know, put me in my place to school me on what they actually mean. But over the years, over my 41 years, I mean, Hotep has met all the amalgamations of the things I've described. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. I just don't understand it. And some of the things they say I'm down with completely. Yeah, I am too. But then sometimes they go into slightly more patriarchal stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want to talk to my wife that way. And the new some some of them some of them really get into numerology, numerology and stuff like that. Some of them do too. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm not like you know I'm I'm one of those closet feminists. You know, I mean, I will backhand a bitch if I need to, but nine times out of ten, man, I respect my wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, you know, so like at the end of the day, if you know, if I'm doing my part and I'm you know doing fitty fitty chores at the crib or whatever stuff like that yo you better meet me halfway but other than that i'm not trying to like don't go out to work i mean i'm always bitching to my wife like yo get a job yo like the kids are getting old get out of the house (laughs) (laughs) i definitely want my wife to to stay home and and deal with the children i mean your children are young your children are young my you know and and like when my children were young i'm like yeah hun, stay home like my job is to go out and do whatever but once the kids got old enough and were just like, yeah, I can't stand hanging around mom and dad. I'm like, all right, well, they're old enough, honey. You should probably go get their job. But now we have grandkids um, because of the foster foster daughters and stuff like that. And so that's so she she's she's replaced our real kids with like grandkids and nieces and ne- nieces and nephews. So well, I'm, I'm shocked they're not over here tonight, like driving me insane. I'm just happy that. Ryan's learning what the Hotep movement is. Well, I'm reading about it, and it's all conflicting information. It's not yes. clear. Yes, this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm asking about it because I can't, I, I can't find a clear line of what it is. So I'm like, maybe, maybe Thaddeus knows. <laughs> Another black person that, but I'm sorry, I, I suck at that. Uh, you might want to, you might want to reach out to Hotep or Hotep Jesus or Uncle Hotep and see if maybe they. Okay, well, no, I found an article here. It says. For some signs that a person might be a hotep, look for the following. Number one, a steadfast belief in illogical conspiracy theories. Okay. <laughs> Number two, an arrogant adherence to respectability politics. Number three, sexism and homophobia, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Number four, unbowed, uncompromising support for any black man accused of any wrongdoing, even if said man's guilt is clear, which, I mean, he would be guilty because he's black, right? All right, number five, ashy ankles. <laughs> Are we, do you know what ashy means, Ryan? Apparently not. Hey, Thaddeus, hmm. please explain ashy to our good friend Ryan. So in the African-American community, at least in my experience, being ashy means you get out of the... Sh- 
put some lotion on your shit, man. I mean, it means yeah. it means you're not. It's, it, 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 it's actually a form of like your hygiene not being being a, on on point. That's 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 kind of overarching, right? And then it's a it's a it's a term. It's not a term of endearment. It's like an insult. Like you you. It's like well, yeah. It's you, like like dry skin. Yeah, because yeah. It shows where it gets white. white. Yeah, and so that's okay. our white privilege. Is we don't have to put lotion on because our skin getting lighter just gives us more privilege <laughs> my pakistani friend he was my best friend in high school he was pakistani he was always freaking out about his elbows he always got so annoyed at how they get all white yeah he was ashy ashy i guess you could call it ashy i guess that works yeah if you go out west and you live for 10 minutes and you live for 10 minutes and you go back east like being ashy is not a thing because you're so used because what it is is you're so used to being when I when I grew up back east, like yeah, getting ashy was easy, which is weird now that I think about it because I live out west and then I go you know, warm ashy all the time. I always have to put on lotion, always. Um, my skin will suffer if I don't. I go back east. I you must be hotep. Yeah, very very hotep. Racist, sexist, ashy all the yeah, time. Yeah, backhand my wife and I put on <laughs> shea butter. Um, no, it's it's. <laughs> and then I go back when I go back east though, I don't have to put on lotion at all because I'm so. I sweat all the time because I'm so used to being out west where I don't really sweat a lot and I dry out a lot that like I go home and like my skin actually gets better when I go back east or I go to Africa. It actually gets better because I'm sweating more. I would honestly rather die than put lotion on my skin. <laughs> I hate lotion. I hate it so much. I can't do it. I'm, I, ugh. But no, it, what's funny is here, here's a funny white boy story. As I was growing up, I had black friends, and I noticed over Good. the years... Good job, Cam. Yeah, I tried really hard. But as I was growing up, I was like, man, every black person I know smells the same. Like cocoa and butter I, lotion I or what? Yes, cocoa butter. <laughs> I, I got to college, and then I got... I, I was my, my brother was rooming with a, a guy from Haiti, and he was putting on cocoa butter, and I smelled it, and I was like, holy shit. This is what they all smell like. <laughs> <laughs> like chocolate. Wow. Literally, like chocolate. <laughs> I always wonder. The more you know, man. I've learned a lot during this, uh, during this thing. <laughs> Thank you, Thaddeus. I am here to facilitate cultural exchange. <laughs> so, since we're facilitating cultural ex exchange, what the hell is Geechee? Oh, Geechee. So, I grew up in South Carolina, or in the South in general. And so Geechee, it comes from like the Gullah people, right? And it's a language that they speak. And Is it's it like black pigeon. Yeah, I, I, I would, yeah, or I would Ebonics? put, I, I would put it in there. Um, not even long before there was Ebonics, which just means you don't know how to fucking talk. Um, Geechee is actually kind of something that uh, originated in a in a kind of in the region where I grew up near the Savannah River. And it's like, it, you know, the Ogeechee River near Savannah, basically, is where it originated from. A lot of the barrier islands that are on the border of, of Georgia and South Carolina, like there are a lot of, um, for lack of a better word, tribes or people who have descended from this. And they're basically, it, it's a combination of Caribbean and kind of the black slave English. And, and it just kind of, it just kind of Creole and English and, and slave shit coming together. It's, it's a really weird kind of dialect. Okay. So kind of similar to like Creole. Yeah, basically. And actually a lot of white folks, particularly country white folks, actually speak it a little bit. So it's, as opposed to the Southern drawl that you are 
or you were probably used to in places like Georgia and Florida and whatever, you would get a draw with this kind of Geechee dialect. So you can say something, instead of saying garbage, you say garbage, as opposed to saying um, street, you say street. And um, X. And Axe isn't really a big thing. That's just that's just improper all around. But axe, yeah, I guess you could say. But like, no, like, isn't that more Hispanic? Which one, axe? It's always it's always been axe black people in my really? experience. I mean, generally speaking, yeah, I think I think so. And this one white chick I knew. I think we should have a conversation about what different people generally do. This one white chick that I that was that one of my employees when I was in Georgia always said axe, and I was like. Where the hell did you get that? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> nah. And, and if I were to, if I were to ever do a podcast on location from South Carolina with my friends, you would, you would, you would hear it coming out of me. And you would say axe. I would say axe. I would say street. Ooh. I would, Ooh. I would say uh, garbage. Garbage. I would say. You, uh, you can say that stuff, but just don't say axe, man. That hurts. <laughs> Every time I hear that. Like, my father-in-law, when he rests in peace, used to give me shit about that too, because he would ask me a question. Like, are you trying to ask me something? He's like, yes. It's like, okay, good for him. I'm doing the ask you. Like, dude, stop asking me, bro. It's like, no, it's it's murder, isn't it? No, but yeah, you would go to like YouTube and they type in Geechee and listen to how people talk, and that's how a lot of people talk from that that area of South Carolina and Georgia and like some parts of northern florida along those barrier islands that are out there actually clarence thomas's lineage it comes from that coastal region of georgia so he was also potentially a geechee one of our greatest supreme court justices and so yeah you it, it's it's a kind of unique it sounds ignorant but it's you know it's just kind of something unique there's a food there's a culture there's a history of the gullah people that's cool Wait, like Gullah Gullah Island? That's yeah. exactly what that, I was thinking. You yes. were talking Gullah, and I kept thinking, I remember Gullah Gullah Island. Maybe that's like that. <laughs> right. It's Yeah, right. I need to apologize to you, though, Thaddeus. What? Because I've learned through many people that it's actually completely wrong for me to ask, I'm sorry, ask <laughs> black people to explain things to me because you don't owe me your time or any explanation. So I apologize. I should have Googled it. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, you could have Googled it because that's what I did. But um, I could have given you that from the top of my head because, you know, you grow you grow you grew up around the Gullah culture living in South Carolina in general. And yeah, great food. One of the best some of the best grits in the country, in my opinion, are from for, from this Gullah area, from the Gullah people on uh, um, Eddystow Island is where it's called. It's called Geechee Boy Grits. I, I have to good. assume, Ryan, that since you're a Yankee. <laughs> that you don't like grits or have never tried them. I've had grits before. Okay, you've tried them. Oh, I've had grits many times. Come on. My pastor growing up, he came from Ohio. Okay. And the first time he came down to Alabama and ordered breakfast, we were at the table, and this man looks at the at the the wait the waiter and goes, uh, "May I please have one grit?" <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know what it, he didn't know what it was. Right. Fucking carpetbagger. Do you like Christ. grits though, Ryan? I've got to know this. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, okay. Well, you're better. You're I better than I fried thought, okra. So. <laughs> if we're talking about southern foods, did you say better than fried okra? No, I said I prefer fried okra. Oh, okay, I was about to say we were about to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fried okra is amazing. <laughs> My dad grew up or way down south. 
and uh, or in New Mexico area, and his mother cooked all the southern food you could imagine. So Excellent. he grew up on That's that. Really... Not to mention, I was in Texas for eighth grade through the end of twelfth. Well, Texas so. isn't south. Yes, it is. So get out of here. Ah, there's grits and there's okra and there's all that fun stuff in Texas. It's funny, right? Because out west, grits is polenta, and I was just like, what? And I look, it's like, what the fuck is polenta grits? Really? Isn't it like thicker thicker grits or something? It doesn't matter, man. <laughs> grits are grits. Man. Well, as long as there's shrimp in them, I'm happy. This is true. One of the greatest cuisines of my part of the country that I came from is shrimp and grits, which has become a gourmet cuisine in that part of the country now. That's something I've not had before. Shrimp and grits? Shrimp and grits, yeah. Man. I've had it more like with breakfast off to the side. Pretty plain. Nothing special. Well, I mean, all grits need are heaps of butter and some salt and pepper. Right. That's literally it. It's really grits are just like a carrier, right? Yeah. Like, gotta get that butter in my mouth. Yeah. It's, it's all about like lots of butter, salt, pepper, and like sausage and, and eggs. And like out here, it's probably chorizo, is what I like. To, chorizo and a fried egg is what I like to throw on my grits. So there is a meme that has gone around for years that white people don't know how to spice their food. And that mayonnaise is too spicy. <laughs> right? You, you hear these jokes. But what's funny is every time I hear them, I was born and raised in Alabama, which is, we we grew up very close to black people, and soul food is a big part of Alabama, as well as everything. I mean, it's just southern food. You know, mm-hmm. it's all, yeah, it, it's, it is. It is what it is. is. And so it's like, when they are talking about white people not liking spices, they're talking about wasps. Yeah, that's what that's literally what they're talking about. You are absolutely positively correct. White people outside of the Northeast and maybe the Midwest like spicy food or foods with spice or flavor. Well, I mean, England took over most of the world just to get some damn spices. God, British food is so fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, fish and chips. If you if you douse it in vinegar and like tartar sauce, then yes. Other than that, fish and chips in and by itself is gross. I've gone to England many times. The best food I've ever had there was ethnic food. It was not anything British. I thought you were about to say it was McDonald's. Uh, (laughs) No, because they fucked that up. Burger King's better. But I mean, no, it's... No, British food is awful. It is awful. Like like Jim Gaffigan said, when when the the sauce that you put on it to make it taste better is vinegar, you don't have good food. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, I mean, I ha- I've had traditional fish and chips in the country in and of itself. It's every opportunity I've ever had it, it's been gross. Every time I've had fish and chips outside of the, out of the UK has been delicious. Well, I just, I, I've never tried it in the UK. I just know fish and chips in general, because usually it's a nice beer battered. Yeah, no, because we, piece of fish. because we've, I mean, I, because we've Americanized ooh, the mm. shit out of it here. Right. <laughs> so right. it's, it actually, America, <laughs> we've, we America'd it, right? We America'd it. And so that, and so it's better, but like. I remember we went to, we were in, we were on a family vacation. We went to Cambridge and we went and ate at like, like an Applebee's or something. And like literally everything sucked. The burger sucked. Everything sucked. It was like, this is terrible. The one thing I can say that the British do that is not ethnic, i.e. Indian. Right. That is not ethnic is Popeye's. That's it. That's well, the yeah, only thing they that do. That makes sense. The only thing they that do makes well. makes sense. Well, it's like, it's so strange to me that 
the whitest country in the whole <laughs> world. England, their national dish is chicken tikka masala. <laughs> Indian food is the the national dish of England. I mean, I get. I mean, you know, they did steal India from the Indian people at one point, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you know, colonizers. Just take what you want. They're colonizers. <laughs> This is thrilling. Let's keep talking about food on MLGA. This is true. I actually fuck the Liberty shit, man. Let's talk. Yeah, let's definitely get into some food, man. Yeah, I wasn't being sarcastic at all. <laughs> and what's funny is I I don't know if you're being sarcastic. Yeah, right. I was like, are you serious? All right, well, I'm down. I mean, I'm just saying. Food. I'm just. I'm just letting you know. It's like I, I I love food. I mean, it's a thing, right? That's that's what what should actually bring people together. I I feel like the official food of the LP would be boiled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> because no one can agree on what to have. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I am curious. I roll my eyes so much. I'm in a couple of the Joe Jorgensen groups. Uh, I'm in the, the main one and then the, the dank meme stash, which, by the way, no one who memes well is making Joe Jorgensen memes. They're not. <laughs> that is some of the worst normie content I've ever seen. Oh my goodness. It is unreal. But what blows my mind is seeing these people on Twitter and on Facebook saying things like, when Joe Jorgensen is president, this is what will happen. And I'm like, do you actually believe that she's going to become president? Do people actually think there's a chance of her or the LP clinching the presidency? Are we even sure that she's a real person? No. I have not seen a single a single tweet <laughs> from her that hasn't sounded like a bot. It doesn't sound like a person talking. Nothing she's ever posted online sounds like a person talking. Well, Ryan, what do you think of Spike Cohen? He's oh, fun. That guy's something else. <laughs> He's fun. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Well, I, I listened to the episode with him on the Tom Woods show, and I was I came away. I was always told that he was the real deal. I came away pretty impressed. I mean, he's doing some panda bear bullshit on like Twitter, but eh, eh, whatever, man. You're running a, a presidential campaign. He brought up a pretty good case about a trans woman being murdered by a guy who was like pissed that he found out the chick was trans. Wait, she lied to him and then was surprised that he got angry about it? There are things you shouldn't, you should tell people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's say, well, I mean, obviously there's no justification for the murder, but it's like... There's no justification for violence, but I mean, there's, there's, here's the deal. There's... There's no justification for violence, but there is a reason for violence. This is this is one thing that people need to divorce, right? Like, just because there's no justification for violence doesn't mean there's no reason. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 logic to it, or at least at least emotion. I've become kind of a fan, right? I mean, he he got on Tom Woods, and he just his stump speech was tight. His philosophy yeah. was tight. I was told by this. I was told this by some of his guys that work at uh, Muddy Waters Productions because I was on a. Um, a Zoom call with those some of those guys when we were doing um, concerned veterans for America kind of these we were doing these uh, Zoom calls where we were, you know veteran a veterans liberty oriented veterans group we were just kind of getting together and smoking cigars and drinking beer or drinking liquor or whatever and like they told me long before the convention and like yeah Spike's pretty legit I mean he may be with you know Vermin Supreme looking like an idiot but I mean he's pretty legit. And, and that Tom Woods interview was actually very he seemed very legit to me. Not as not not quite as legit as Vermin Supreme, but still, he's legit. He's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I have friends on the Twitters, right, who are just like, 
is the guy with the boot on his head for real? And I was just like, well, no. He is the most brilliant piece of satire, living satire. It is beautiful. And he and he's in on the joke. That's what makes it so wonderful. And, I, yeah. and he's open about it. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knows what he's doing every four years when he does this. Love Vermin Supreme. Toward man. the yeah, toward the end, I kinda I kinda got what he was doing. And I was just like, okay, I get it. I'm still gonna attempt to get the Hornberger vote out, but I mean, obviously my state let me down. I sent delegates that were specifically supposed to vote for Hornberger, but obviously they got crowded out. We Hornberger should have run this state. <laughs> should have won this state. Yeah. What's that? Lumpy oatmeal. Yeah. I haven't called him that on the show, but I, I generally lovingly refer to Jacob Hornberger as a <laughs> lumpy bowl of oatmeal in a suit. The most boring person in any room. He was very uninspiring. I can... I. <laughs> I give you that, but because the Mises Caucus backed him and I, I support the Mises Caucus and because I hate the LP Pragmatist Caucus or whatever the establishment is yep. hating the Mises Caucus, that's what makes me like the Mises Caucus. That's, that's, literally, that's literally why. I have no other reason to support the Mises Caucus other than like, oh, there are people in like my local LP and my state LP and within like the LP national that hate them. Good. I'm on their side because I... I don't hate everyone from my local because actually everyone statewide, I mean, they may be a bunch of fucking pricks that seem to t- seem to think that like being anti-racist is the worst possible thing. Being racist is the worst possible thing you can be, which I think is a lie. Yeah, you could be a, I don't know, a child murderer or a president. Or you, or you could be someone who advocates mass murder on, on a global scale. No, John McCain is dead. We're safe now. John McCain is still dead. We're all right. Amen. When life gets you down, remember that John McCain is dead. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I don't want to. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, man. I, I try not to. <laughs> well, let's speak ill of the time he was alive, when which he was a demonic creature from hell. Um, monster. <laughs> yeah, the guy. The guy was a. It's funny, right? Because shamefully, I voted for him. Um, in twenty was when did he run twenty. 2008. I voted for him too. It rocked my world, and it's what yeah, caused me, me to flee that republicanism and everything. Right. I, 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 I wouldn't follow you, Ryan, until four years later. So that's <laughs> Ryan and I had a very similar experience with John McCain that turned us towards Ron Paul yeah. and libertarianism. And here's the deal: I was paying attention to Ron Paul's campaign, and I was paying attention to a little bit of Gary Johnson's campaign, which was. A less it was less lack it was less lackluster in 2008 and 2012 than it was in 2016. Um, halfway but stuff. here's the deal. But here's here's why I voted for for John McCain. Straight up, real, real talk, real talk, real talk. Real he talk. wasn't Obama. No, come on, man. You got to think, man. Sarah Palin, 20, 2008, oh, we get the D. That's man. Right. You want to give her that D? <laughs> Sarah Palin, 2008, gets the D. Come oh. on. <laughs> Come on. You know me. Come on. It's Thaddeus, bro. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. Like the, you mentioned the trans murder. Obviously, we don't want any transgender people to be murdered. That sh- should go without saying, but you have to say it. But that idea, like the guy who said that you can't say that black lives matter unless you believe that trans women are the same as biological women. It's like... There's also this thing that's happening in culture right now where people are like, if you won't date 
a transgender woman, then you're transphobic and an awful person. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't think so. I think... Why can't we have preferences? Like, I, I like white women. You're allowed preferences. You're just not allowed to have some. I, 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 I like... I like vagina. I, I, I too yeah. like vagina of all colors. Now, <laughs> there, there isn't – that isn't to say that like – look, I appreciate a trans woman who's put in the work, <laughs> right? What are you talking about, Blair White? Of course he's talking about Blair White. I'm ta- of course I'm talking about Blair White. Come on, dog. But while SJW Thaddeus would give her the D, I'm not SJW Thaddeus. I'm just like – you're you're a pretty young man. You're pretty you're a pretty woman. And, uh, that you're a pretty young man has become a woman. Congratulations. Still not gonna give you the D. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if you can tell by the amount of children that I have, but I was really interested in having a wife that could perform that function <laughs> and give me children. Children part being the most important. I feel like that's a fair desire. And so, like, and and like, and it, it isn't just Blair White, right? There are a couple others that have just put in the work. <laughs> a couple others. <laughs> um, Name them. Name five. Oh shit! No, you, now you put me on the spot, dog. Michelle Obama. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> no, Caitlyn Jenner. Did, no, absolutely not. I mean, it's funny, right? Because I just watched a Blair White video the other day where she actually named off like two or three. They were just like, "Wow, all right, yeah, that's a that's a pretty young man." I mean, but I mean, um, Buck Angel is the guy is is the oh, girl God. who turned into the guy. I hate that. I hate that. I know who that is. Yeah, right. Is he the one on Twitter who's always topless. No, 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 no. This is a this is a girl turned boy. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There's some girl turned boy bodybuilder on Twitter that very shows muscular. up every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Oh God. Yeah. Right. But here's the deal. That shit is gross to me, right? But at the end of the day, if you put in the work... Transphobic, man. Transphobic. Really hateful podcast. Um, yeah. yeah. No, we're going to get canceled. Don't go worry about it. Is there is there something other than an E that I can put on this? Like, is there a T for transphobic that I can put on this? I think episode? E-T. <laughs> E-T-E-H. Because, you know, homophobia. I think we actually... I think we got a little Islamophobic, too. So you might want to throw an I in there, too. Wait, when did that happen? Because I don't remember that. But I do. I do know that we have to put the H for homophobic on this because you're black right 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 because because here's the deal guys i mean i coming from the black community a, a generation that is dying my community is not quite down with the lgbt all right i'm just i'm just no. just saying just just it's not that we're homophobic or or, or or are you trying to tell me that there was a reason that pete butt plug didn't win south carolina uh that is that is the exact reason why pete butt plug didn't win south carolina i'm, I'm just letting you know that right now i mean South Carolina has become increasingly, particularly on the coast, very in the urban areas, more progressive, but not that damn progressive. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. And so, you know, there, even my grandma would get would genuflect a little bit before she died. You know, you know, may she rest in peace. Um, about you know, do you do you? But she was still not down with that. I'm just letting you know that that generation and older and younger, up to even my generation. All right, you can let your freak flag fly, but when you start dressing up boys and girls clothing, clothing, and you start like, see, the African American community, particularly the male community, is always going to be very masculine, because, and they're never going to like enjoy how males are degraded, right? Um, brothers don't play that; they just don't. Yeah. They, they they simply don't. And and I think um, 
I used to joke about this when look I look at Tracy Morgan and uh, what's that? The little guy. What's his name? Little fella comedian. You're talking about Kevin yes, Hart. Kevin yeah, Hart. You're right, right. Both of them got in trouble for homophobic jokes because that's the jokes you make because the shit is funny. I mean, it may be hurtful now, right? We we we, we look at our contemporary world and we're like, oh, that's kind of mean. But no, no, that shit was funny back then. It's funny now. It'll probably be funny going forward. That may not be the the proper thing you should say. But I'm just saying, like, just talking as your token black, your black gas, it's not that I am homophobic, right? I mean, I've had my, one of my neighbors when I first moved in was gay. and Oh, you have a gay friend. No, that's cool. We get it. Prove to us that you're not homophobic. Oh, no, 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 but seriously, though. <laughs> we have a black friend. You have a gay friend. We're good. Now, I'm not homophobic. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me clear my throat. But no, it's, it's. so we had like a, a wedding at my house for like, I think one of my brother-in-law's wives he's, he gets married all the time <laughs> oh he's he's muslim and he, but we had it out of my house and like everyone was kind of hanging out the only person i could relate to was the gay guy like he had the most intelligent conversation we like, were hanging out and apparently i mean according to my wife because my wife was real close to me like he he thought i was like sexy and this is like yeah that's cool and, you know i'm flattered but you know i like vagina and so that's so that shouldn't make me a terrible person just like it's not a, it doesn't make me a terrible person to be like Blair White. I appreciate the work she's put in. Wouldn't fuck her though. So I mean, it's it shouldn't it shouldn't end me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it just, I mean, it might. We we might get canceled yeah like, yeah. This, this, that's true. Yeah, I should probably we should really get this podcast network really to the next level because yeah, I might lose my job. But the simple fact is. <laughs> That doesn't mean that I'm homophobic. It just means, it, it just says, I may not agree with your lifestyle. I just don't agree with the violent arm of the state discouraging your lifestyle. I just don't, right? That's where we yeah. all sit. And so. Well, that's my thing. I want to be left alone. And I, I don't care what you do as long as you don't make me watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're all, I think we're all in agreement of that. But you might be considered, you know, homophobic because you're like, what? You don't watch gay porn? It's like, well, I don't think Cam watches porn. I mean, generally speaking. <laughs> is, any, right? is any porn not gay, though? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're a dude, you're either watching a girl a and another gr- dude, you know, or you're watching gay sex. Oh, Whether two okay. guys or two girls. So either way, you're either watching some dude's or you're watching it's so gay okay i i crazy I, gay. I get where you're going i just don't agree right okay if a girl's by herself there's no gayness at all it's just watching a lady okay right so you found the one kind of porn that's not gay <laughs> <laughs> it's just jesus doesn't want me to watch it yeah jesus said no 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 so i'm gonna and not because you know. it's gay or not gay right right correct okay just to be got clear. it Got it. Okay. All right. Let me get rid of my not not safe for work list on Twitter. And all right, cool. Not gay anymore. All right. So, I, so, yeah. dude, you've been gay this whole time. <laughs> Pretty much. Gay for gay for females. I am I am a lesbian, baby. I am a, I am a, I am a hardcore lesbian. So 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 you'd give them the P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the penis. Yes. <laughs> so, 
Just like just like Governor Whitmer. Yes, indeed. Uh, oh, boy. Okay, that's a good note to end this episode on. <laughs> We're done. Yes. I, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I have shut that down. Congratulations. <laughs> so here's the, here's the final question, and then we'll, ra- we'll I'll wrap up. Joe Jorgensen, does she get the D? Out of respect for the current nominee of the party, no. <laughs> 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 all right well th- thank you for for joining me thaddeus and ryan and cool. uh if you want to find ryan you can just type in technoagorist on twitter on instagram which he never uses on facebook and you can you can email him at ryan at mlganetwork.com right Yep. or ryan at technoagorist.com always fun and if you want to find thaddeus at nick way on twitter I don't think he has an Instagram because we're, I mean, let's be real. All three of us, when it comes we're to Instagram, we're not 15-year-old girls. We're boomers. <laughs> I, do need a fa- I do need a Facebook fan page at some point. But once my, once I get my compatriot Gary back in the fold, we're going to push hard this year, 2020, which is almost done, to push hard. Thank you for your <laughs> servers and start pushing out more content. I've been really solo lately. It's been kind of lonely, kind of suck. Kind of sucks. Good content though. Keep it coming. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I just heard from Gary this today, and I think we're we're on track to maybe 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 his return next episode. No promises, just a promise to attempt to get him to come on. One last question: If you keep your socks on and whisper no homo to yourself while you're watching gay porn, are you gay? <laughs> That's a Ryan question. As long as you don't make eye contact. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us. You can find me. Just type this is MLGA anywhere. You can put it in front of Gmail if you want to. You can put it in front of at MLGANetwork.com, I believe, as well. Or I may have been telling you wrong this entire time. Um, it could be Camit at MLGANetwork.com or that whatever. Too. Just type in this is MLGA. You'll find me. And as always, stay sane. Yeah.